Greetings and welcome to this edition of One for the Road. I'm your host, Randy Schlichting, in studio as always, or almost always, with my good friend Bob Carter. And we have the great pleasure of having Gail Burnett with us this afternoon. Gail is a mother of two kids, Connor and Leah, a long-term member here at Perimeter Church. Uh, she plays the cello, so you may have seen her from time to time on a Sunday morning. She also kicks around with Chuck McDowell and his band, or their joint band, over at uh, Boudreaux's and other places, cut some CDs. She's also Miss Gale and the Jumpin' Jack Flash Band, or whatever it's called. There's some name for that band. We'll hear, hear more about that. But we thought it'd be fun to have her in studio today and just uh, hear a bit about her story, more so what the Lord's done. It's just been an amazing, a dramatic thing that the Lord's blessed her in so many different ways uh, here at Perimeter Church and how she's blessed us also. So listen in now to this edition of One for the Road. So I've already been corrected. It's not the Jumping Jack Flash Band. That was, I think it was Mick Jagger that had that. that <laughs> I don't know. But right. uh, it is the Miss Gale. I'm going to look at the CD where you just won an award for this CD. It's Miss Gale and the Jumping Jam Band. Yeah. There you go. And instead of sympathy wanted... for the devil, it's sympathy for God. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Gail, welcome. We're so glad Thank that you. you're here. I'll let Bob, uh, Bob kind of start us off here. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know um, how many people know you. Probably they've seen you as you've been, you know, uh, in the worship leadership. But uh, how long have you been at Perimeter, and uh, how, how'd you how'd you come to be at Perimeter Church? Well, I have probably been here about eighteen years, which seems like a long uh -huh. time now. But I remember specifically coming when my son was a baby. And he's 18 now. <laughs> so um, I guess I was kind of church shopping, even though at the time I don't really think I was a Christian. And um, I had a good friend that some of the people listening might know. Her name's Beth Russell. We um, lost her last year. But mm -hmm. we were friends um, back in our 20s. We were roommates. And she used to talk about her church all the time. And... I sort of half listened and sort of didn't listen and ended up visiting and just really felt like God was calling me here. Uh -huh. Found my way into a discipleship group and feel like I really became a Christian for the first time in my life, um, even though I was raised in a Presbyterian church. <laughs> so, 18 years is quick. I mean, I'm just like, my gosh, that's just like zip by here yeah it has zipped by now as a single mom uh you know what's it you know I, I don't know how you know obviously what it's like for you as you step into perimeter church uh obviously because you see all the the young families and stuff like that here but uh what's it been like being a single mom at perimeter church well the cool thing is uh well, I don't know if that's cool. But when I came here, I wasn't a single mom. <laughs> uh -huh. I was married. Um, and unfortunately, um, was divorced. Um, gosh, it's been 10 years ago, almost. Mm -hmm. Hard to believe. Mm -hmm. But um, I had such an amazing network of friends here. I mean, I love this church, but to me, the church is also 
the people that are my closest network and friends here and um, they really help come alongside me through a really difficult time and it just um, it's it's really made my faith so much stronger and part of it is just all the support I had here from friends that just helped me walk through that so I had um, I've been involved in worship and arts for a long time and really all of those people are so close to me and um, so it's been tough being a single mom in a lot of ways because there's so many strong families at this church <laughs> and so I'm kind of like whoa I'm not one of those <laughs> but at the same time there's been so many families that have kind of stepped in and been here for my kids. There's a few families that are just almost like, my kids are almost like another child in their family. And I was thinking about it recently, and I can, if you had, if I had to reach out for help, I can think of hundreds and hundreds of people that I could ask to pick up my kids someplace or help me or stay with me or anything. And and some of it is just the trust and the love that I feel like we have at the mm -hmm. church. Which if I was outside of the body of Christ, I know I wouldn't have. Do you think that's that's normative for single women here? It, it, it seems like somehow, not that you're the poster child for single women here, <laughs> but but there's this sense of, yeah, she's engaged, she's served, she's being served, there's this connection, but uh, I, I wonder, is it the normative, or, or what do you think are some blockers to that happening for other women? Say this this yeah. podcast goes out to officers in the church, but also goes out to other people, so right. make it passed along to some single women who are saying, well, it's good for Gail, she's Miss Jumpin' Jam Band gal, and she plays cello, and isn't that great for her, but what about yeah. me? Um, well, I don't know. I've walked alongside a lot of women coming out of tough divorces, and that's one way I feel like God's really used me in the hardship of this because I think anybody can talk to you about what it's like to go through a divorce or have seen it a lot or can pastor or counsel but until you've actually done it and lived it and been home by yourself in the middle of the mm -hmm. night when your kids are falling apart and there's no one really to call then <laughs> mm -hmm. you and and also coming out of some of the really tough situations um, that these women are in um, I, I don't think it's easy. So I feel like God's used me in that way. Um, I do think it's important to find a smaller group within the church, like a discipleship group or, um, some of the other groups that we have. I have been thinking that it might be good to have a single moms <laughs> group <laughs> mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. because I sort of have one anyway. Um, everything mm -hmm. I've done has been sort of just lay ministry type of thing. But um, I, I am grateful that I was well connected already in mm -hmm. worship and arts and with the um, perimeter school as well. Mm -hmm. They were really great. Mm -hmm. But great. as far as if... I don't know. That's a great question. 
if everybody feels that way who's a single mom. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't <laughs> and that mm-hmm. feel really lonely. It sounds it. like the idea is getting connected. I know it's hard for yeah. a single mom to say, okay, I've got to put myself out there, get connected, so to speak. Right. Uh, and I need to know when to ask and not be afraid. Yeah. Or ashamed or whatever to say, hey, I need I need help here. That's right. And I've also found, now. though, that... Um, I have tons of friends that are still married, and obviously my uh, my whole friend network is not just single moms, and mm-hmm. they are awesome. So the discipleship groups and the Bible study groups I've been in are have mostly been married women, or you know, and they've just accepted me and loved me and come alongside me and um, given me a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let, let me tell us. Apart from being a mom, what do you do? Because I see these things, I get these emails, I see you at these places. What? Tell us all. What do you? What are you involved in? What are you doing? Okay. Well, I have kind of a double life. I actually have a business degree, so I used to be in the corporate world. Um, but I have a music degree too. And um, the coolest story is that I'm a cellist, but. Um, I quit playing my cello right after college because I just didn't think I was ever good enough to be in a symphony and I didn't really want to teach it. And I don't know if I ever told you this story or not. But <laughs> um, so I quit and I sold my cello. And I didn't play that thing for probably 12 years. And then after I came to church here, one day um, some of our old worship leaders, Eric, Gilbert and mm-hmm. Aaron Schust mm-hmm. came running down the day entrance behind me and said, we heard you play cello. Do you want to play? And I said, I didn't even have one. <laughs> and they're like, can you play off of a chart? And if you're not a musician, you might not know what that is, but it's very basic. It just has like one chord. Mm-hmm. And I said, I guess I could figure that out. So long story short, I, um, started playing on a worship team and it was totally a gift from God because I didn't know that I could play by ear ever. Um, I never was taught to play by ear. I never tried it. I always thought I had to play stuff like Bach intended me to play it, which was never, was never good (laughs) enough. And so, um, I feel like God just gave me a huge gift under that leadership of the worship and arts at that point. Um, and so out of that, I just became a cellist in a lot of other areas. I play with a country roots band called Isobo, and that's all improv- improvised. I play on the worship team still. I do a lot of studio work, which is also um, a great way to help me with my income. <laughs> so that's one side of what I do. But then I'm also... Um, a children's music educator and so for 15 years I've been teaching um, a program through um, the church and also at other locations for kids birth to five along with their parents or sometimes grandparents and the goal of it is to help kids get to primary musical development which is keeping a beat and uh, singing in tune because those brain connections are made very, very young. <laughs> and if they don't get it by the time they're about five, it doesn't mm-hmm. always happen. There's no so, hope for you, Bob. There's no <laughs> hope for you. <laughs> you. You and I are past our prime months, right? <laughs> we, missed, we missed that short little well, window I was hoping there. we'd have a rehearsal today. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you, but it's going to take a lot. <laughs> so, But I, I love what I do, and kind of out of that grew a 
birthday party business and then thanks to um, Laura Story and Randy Schlichtina I was able to start making a few CDs because um, back when we were brainstorming of how to help mm -hmm. a single mom's income <laughs> mm -hmm. I was really struggling and I still don't make a lot of money I really don't but <laughs> it's been worth it because I've been flexible um, in my time with my kids mm -hmm. and so it's been a huge trade-off to not have a very big income but to be there for my kids and that's a personal choice that I think every single is the toughest thing that every single mom has to make because um, it's a financial struggle and there's mm -hmm. also tricky things going along with ex-husbands and all kinds of stuff <laughs> but um but um, that's also how um, Miss Gale and the Jump and Jam Band came about, and um, it's just been a whole lot of fun. My band is mostly made up of Perimeter Church worship leaders, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we have a Christmas show coming up with uh, Laura and everybody. Is that going to be here, or is that somewhere else? Tell no, that's some. here. Um, I've also worked um, a lot with the Young Families Ministry. Mm -hmm. I do their retreats, mm -hmm. and um, they've sponsored this, and Worship and Arts is also sponsoring it this year. So it's December 20th in the hangar mm -hmm. for kids 0 to whatever, 8, 9, uh, 99. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really a lot of fun. And then the most exciting thing is that... Um, my last CD was a concept I had um, as a curriculum for preschools, and um, it's called Active Music, Active Bodies, Active Brains. And just for fun, I submitted it to the Teacher's Choice Award, and it actually won a 2015 wow. Teacher's Choice Award. Wow, that's so exciting. It'll be. Um, so the million dollar royalty you'll get. Off yeah, the that's right. <laughs> no, the, that's the hard part is how to make money when you don't have money to market mm -hmm. and stuff <laughs> so i'm hoping mm -hmm. some social media would help and mm -hmm. what is it that things. With, with these things that you're doing uh what is, what energizes you what do you get excited about doing um i i love working with families um i feel like music is such a huge thing that influenced me as a child. Right. My mom wasn't necessarily real musical, but we always sang around the piano and she mm. had my sisters and I singing at the Rotary Club when we were <laughs> five years old. <laughs> and um, I think now there's a lot of just passive listening to music or plopping in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. and, and so in my classes, we actually make music and really the parents are my students too because I want them to be comfortable. I always say if you're not musical, just act musically because that's what your child wants to see. <laughs> so I guess it's it's really a lot of things. I'm really energized by helping families nurture their child musically. Um, and then I also just love making music myself and I love playing on the worship teams and singing on the worship mm -hmm. teams. Mm -hmm. I really love uh, that. What does it look like going forward for you? I mean, Connor's 18, Leah's 16. Yeah. It won't be long before they're they're kind of moving along. What is, have right. you thought about that a lot? What does it look like to, <laughs> to have them kind of out and about? I know. I don't know. I really don't know. That's the thing about being a single mom. I, I just kind of say I've been in survival mode for mm -hmm. 10 years. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's hard to have a long-term plan because it's kind of like God's 
provided for us uh, one day at a time. And that really is, I'm not saying I don't have any long-term goals. Obviously, you have to think that way to some extent. Mm -hmm. But we've just, I've just really um, walked one step at a time in faith that he'll keep keep me going. <laughs> and, um, you know, I don't know what will happen with my kids, but I feel like they're doing well so far. And thank you for being a mentor <laughs> to my son. And um, so I don't know. I think I'll continue to do this. I'm hoping to get a little more into the educational end of it. Um, unless I'm going to have Miss Gale and the wheelchair band <laughs> i can't be jumping forever yeah, but i go. might i might work until i'm 95 i don't know <laughs> my mom's 80 81 and she still works she's a college professor so wow I don't wow know. there you go you never can, you never can. i was yeah. just listening to you that you know when i've heard you sing i'm going here's this little tiny woman up there and she's got this <laughs> soulful you know mm. deep voice you know thank you so, well, I, I don't know how you get it out of your out of yourself with that but, uh, i don't know i don't know it's uh, just that's mm. also just a gift i've uh, never even taken really voice lessons so do you uh, are you so you are you continually writing music or are you um well, I haven't as much lately, but yeah, we're still writing some kids' music, mm -hmm. and I've written some some music on my own, but not too much. Mm -hmm. So, um, hopefully, yeah, the creative process is always still going along, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of fun. It's great, you know. I sit here and I, you know, I think my wife's the best mother in the world, and I know Bob, you'd say Debbie is. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But you know, I'd say you're you're on the top three of single moms in the world that I know. Oh, I just want to say that just 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 and, and those of you who are listening to this know that uh, Bob and I have known Gail for many many years, and just to see there's what the Lord's done, and then how Gail has just kind of responded to that, even in the hard times. There have been hard moments when you thought this is hard, mm -hmm. but you like you say you keep putting one foot in front of the other and say a couple values here. I'm going to not work full-time in a gig, nine to five or whatever it might be, because I want to spend time with kids and I want to take the, the, the reduction in income for that. I'm going to love them well, mentor them well, get people around them, be engaged in community so that I'm not you know, giving them this image of um, that church is not helpful. I think both of your kids get the fact that church is um, the bride of Christ, and that's a helpful thing. I think you've instilled that value in them, so it's just awesome. Yeah, they totally really do, is. and they're, my daughter's leading worship for Watershed, and so wow. it's been it's been great. Mm -hmm. um, I say that with a grain of salt, because it hasn't all been great, like right. you said, but it's been, I've seen mm -hmm. God's hand every step of the way as I've mm -hmm. come through this, and mm -hmm also made the choice to kind of put myself on the back burner which isn't always easy but mm -hmm. you know what would you say just if you had one thing to say to single moms out there just who are you know if you can go back now 10 years right just at that raw <laughs> i went through this ugly divorce thing and here they are what, yeah anything come to mind i i think the biggest thing is know that God does have a plan. I know it's really hard to see 
um, pray through, talk through, try to get through your bitterness and anger um, at your former spouse. Because <laughs> mm. it's not helpful. It's not mm. helpful to be stuck in the muck because that just gives control to someone who possibly has been controlling you for mm. many years and you need to move on. Um, that I know that's easier said than done, but I feel like for the sake of your kids, if you have them, and the sake of your own health, um, you need to mm -hmm. forgive. And it's it's hard because oftentimes single moms are still stuck with this messy junk <laughs> mm -hmm. that they can't get rid of really because it's a, a dad or something in mm -hmm. the in the family mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. um, but just consider your own mental health. Keep going to counseling yourself. If you need to get your kids in counseling, I can't tell you how discouraged I am sometimes when I, I hear mom say, "Oh, they'll be fine. Oh, they're mm -hmm. fine. They might act fine, but I've found that when my kids are acting the finest is possibly when they're keeping the deepest junk." And um, mm -hmm. as you know, I'm quick mm -hmm. to try to get help mm -hmm. whenever I. Mm -hmm kind of even mm. sort of remotely feel like we need it yeah and I feel like my kids are way further along than a lot of their peers because they've been through hardship mm. and we've talked for years about how to deal with that mm. so the little things don't uh, really mm. seem to cause a whole lot of drama that's great. <laughs> sorry well, that was more with... than one thing no that's great <laughs> no I want to close with just two things because we're out of time here but um yeah, just to say to those of you listening, yeah, if you have kids in the ages of 0 to 5, 0 to 6, mm -hmm. uh, the Jump and Jam Band, 0 to 15, I mean, your zero kids can five. go to that. Go, go and uh, take your kids. That'll be a lot of fun. You can check Perimeter's website, I'm assuming. Yes, and it's find on the, the perimeter.org slash Miss Gale Christmas or Miss Gale Music. Yeah. And I'm also starting a blog called Early Childhood Education.org. Oh, wow. Um, about okay. kids, just, you know, how parents can nurture their musicality in their kids. Mm -hmm. I've only written one blog, and I haven't <laughs> done anything with it. Well, get in early before it's <laughs> oversubscribed so you can do that. And then the other thing I would say, and I know what the answer to this will be when I ask Gail, if there's a single mom that's listening to this that needs a listening ear or someone to talk to, I'm assuming she could just contact you? Sure, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right. So uh, contact, and that would be best, what's the best place to contact you? Is it email? Probably just is it, email. Yeah. And then. That is? Yeah, um, gburnett123 at yahoo.com. Perfect. Okay. Well, you may get some emails in. That's fine. I would fine. do further work, I'm sure. So, and I have other friends yeah. that um, are down the road as far as I am, so mm -hmm. we can all help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, thanks so much for being in studio today. We love you and your family. And uh, you. guys, uh, I know you'll listen to this, maybe pass it on to your wives. And uh, you, there may just be a single friend out there. We, we talked about single moms today, but there are single dads, and there's yeah. a bunch of stuff there, too. Either way, pass it along. These type of things are, are, are designed to that end. And uh, if you'll get your friends to subscribe to One for the Road, that'd be great. Bob's looking forward to his quarterly bonus. I think if we get 10 <laughs> more subscribers, he gets like a Snickers bar or something like that. So <laughs> yeah, you can pass yeah, that along. Yeah. That'd be great. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of One for the Road. <laughs>